Hey, Nathan. Hi. This is episode 51. Yep. Welcome. Hi. I'm Jonathan. I'm Nathan. This is You'll Die Trying. Yep. <laughs> hey, you know. That's a nice cold beverage. Yeah, it's nice and cold and frothy. It's so warm in here. Well, because it's we're right by the windows. Are you hot? I feel really good. <clears throat> I feel like I'm in a nice, warm, itchy blanket. But Ooh. Nah, it's not uncomfortable, though. You lost though. me on itchy. Okay, well, it feels good where I'm at. What's wrong? I just, I feel a little run down. Really? Because you were coming in like skipping and and f- fluttering glitter everywhere, I felt like. I just... Were you faking it? I just it? jumped a lot in the other room with the Wonder Boys, <laughs> and uh, now I'm exhausted. You, look, when you get to be my age, and some of our listeners can appreciate this, it's not the same. Well, I mean, you're talking like you're 60, and all you did was jump. A vertical leapt. You did. Vertically leapt. Yes. My vertical leap is astonishingly, embarrassingly low. It wasn't that bad. It's bad. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it compared to my height, it is. That was literally over, that was nine feet or more. Yeah, but I used to could, could used to could. Used to could. It's yep. one of my favorite mm-hmm. words. I, I used to be able to jump higher. I think than one that. of our bus drivers used to talk like that. Used to could, might could, mm-hmm, could. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see Sling Blade? <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton, that was amazing. Well, I'm sorry that you tore your back <clears throat> I and ACL. <laughs> I feel good now that I've mentioned it. Now that I've articulated it, I'm uh, I'm feeling more comfortable. So. Well, you were here. We're welcoming of you, our listeners, too. Yes. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Check out this, uh, this cute little song. Does not get old. I'd like to uh, talk today about uh, emotions. Oh, okay, okay. Was that All an right. emotion right there? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, that's the thing. Uh, is it's that everything is, and we're just not as aware, maybe, as we could be about it, and so we don't end up doing well with our emotions. Here we are, two men talking about emotions. What world is this? What planet are we on? I don't have a clue. Planet Krypton. Anyway, I want to give us a five-letter acronym to use uh, in in the in the help of uh, and in the function of managing our emotions. Okay. Okay. Do you think you could guess the acronym? Start. S T A R T. Start. No, but that was good. It's ruler. Was that your next guess? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> in order for us to manage our emotions, first of all, we have to recognize our emotions. Recognize. Right? So tell me, tell me about how you have been feeling today. How uh, today? Well, yesterday afternoon ended with just having a a dump truck of of issue. At the end of the day, jumped on my back. What and happened? I carried that. It's probably not podcast worthy, oh, okay. but just a lot of business stuff that gotcha. totally can't fix. At thanks five for o'clock. sparing us, though. You just totally can't fix after five o'clock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's frustrating. Yes. And so I came in today a little overwhelmed about after five o'clock yesterday, got it fixed. Okay. We're in good shape. Okay. So 
I feel now I'm I'm good. Oh, your hair looks good. Thanks, man. It's literally gonna touch the ceiling. Uh, and these are high ceilings. It has a vertical leap higher than what I did. I'm sore thinking about <laughs> how high. Um, you you have are having to put out a lot of fires, aren't you? Like, yep. That's the bulk of your day. Right now. I wonder why that is. Is it because you're in kind of startup mentality? I think it's because you were constantly, yeah, we're every new acquisition is a startup essentially over again, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, 100%. Even so, though you have processes uh, and products lined out and, mm-hmm. and, and eventually people, um, it's still a startup each time. Yep. New context, new dynamics, new rules. Yep, you have a mold, but it doesn't necessarily work for all. Yeah. So I would be interested to, to know how franchisors experience that do they experience uh new franchisees starting up and and expanding and scaling as uh as a startup or do they are they able to be kind of hands-off like sign the contract here's your license here are your products everything's packaged everything's branded now go run with this and let us know if you have problems i'm sure it's not that easy (laughs) yeah it's definitely not that easy It'll be fine, but no, recognizing is crucial. I think I can recognize my emotions, my feelings. So know? this morning when you came in, what would you say was your your particular emotional uh, state? Uh, I wasn't overwhelmed. I was stress. It was stress. You were stressed? Yeah. What would be the emotion attached to that? Would it, well, would it probably worry. Yeah. Fear? I was going to say fear. Okay. But worry, I think worry was better because the situation at hand was worrisome, but only because it was at a time that I couldn't do anything about it anyway, and I had to wait till the following day, so it just sits on me, which is stupid. Okay. It's dumb. So, so first is recognizing, right? Can I guess the you? Yeah. Understanding. That's it. Yes. <clears throat> How'd you know? Because I couldn't think, I mean, it's not ukulele. Not unicorn. Is yeah. Uk- yeah, unicorn. Ukulele, yeah, it Uk- starts with a U. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Understanding. Ukulele. Understanding. So what yes. what do you understand? What is that what does that word mean to you when it, when it comes to this particular context and your worry? I understand that my uh, emotion was uh at that moment, it was how I felt. And it was justifiable to the fact that that was what was going on. This was my reaction. Instead of sitting in my reaction, I actually became proactive in fixing it. So I understood that my emotion uh, caused an effect, which was solution. Okay. <clears throat> so uh, you understood that your emotion was legitimate, Mm-hmm. It was well placed. It was appropriate. Mm-hmm. Anybody you could say maybe in a similar circumstance might experience a similar yeah. emotional state. Yeah, okay. I mean, what, uh, stress is is that word has so many different layers. Yeah, I mean, when you say you're stressed, you could say you're stressed because you missed one answer in a test, mm-hmm. or I'm so stressed because my car just exploded. I mean, there's, I mean, you're still stressed, but. Anyway, I was definitely varying degrees of intensity. Yeah, I was in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was, there was not. Anyway, it was it wasn't overwhelming. The L stands for labeling. Oh, I was gonna say something totally different. Like lion-hearted. 
I don't know what I was going to say. What What if your name, like Richard the Lionheart, what if you were called the Lionheart? I mean, that's a great name. Yes. Hey, Richard, what's your name? I mean, what's, you know, where are you from? Oh, I'm Richard Lionhearted. Richard the Lionheart. That's Richard like the Lionheart. Amazing. Yeah, I would definitely have bourbon with him. <laughs> yeah. So Richard the Lionheart, if you are listening, <laughs> please email us at you'll die trying podcast at gmail.com or follow us from, on Facebook. From your crypt, your <laughs> tomb. Um, <clears throat> so labeling, labeling is where you are uh, able to, uh, uh, I think, assign a, an accurate uh, description, word, uh, to what you have understood to be um, and recognized to be your emotional state at the time. So earlier you had said stress. So you were recognizing it. Mm-hmm. You were trying to understand that, hey, this is this is part of it. This is what I'm going through. I'm solution focused. Then it comes to the labeling. So what do you want to call this stress? Well, I was going to say fear, but now I'm going to say worry. Okay, worry. So now, now we are at, okay, I have worry, right? Mm-hmm. The E. Educate? Express. Express. Express it? Yeah. With myself? I think and with expressing it in a safe place that you know to be supportive, an environment that you know to be encouraging and inspiring. So this... Standing here between two microphones, this is just you and the record me button. Right, it's safe, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No one's. Okay. I was worried no this morning. You were worried. Yep. Okay. What were you worried about? I was worried that this there wouldn't be a solution that couldn't fix it. Gosh, it's so hard to speak in vagaries. I wish I knew a specific. I mean, I do, but I wish we could talk about. Yeah, it I wish specific. we could really talk about it at length. I mean, you know, it just it's a lot of. D- did it really feel solutionless? Yeah. yeah. Was I mean, the well, there's worry, a, was the, worry also, the fallout? Probably. Was it's the, not so much the solution list. It's just like, this is like going to be a slow grind, like a really slow grind, su- grind, such a quick fall. Yeah. And now a slow climb and right, grind. Right. It's exhausting. Okay. Have you read the book Rise and Grind by Damon John? No. The shark from Shark Tank? No. Founder and owner of FUBU clothing brand? Mm. I haven't read it either. Okay. But I want to. It's on my wish list. Yeah. Yeah. The uh the fifth letter of ruler is another R. Regulate. Regulate. Yeah. Probably not a word that just flows unless you're in like the natural gas or oil business where you have to regulate. Or the FDA or USDA or some other government. Anyway, regulation. So this is the management part, right? Um, Why do you think it is that your worry was getting the best of you? Um, What story were you telling yourself about what was happening? After 5 o'clock, that was where the worry started. I can't do anything about it right now. I can't do anything about it right now. I want to do something about it. That was where it started. And then today, this morning, I was worried because it was going to be a slow grind. And then I like... Results. So the story you were telling yourself was, this is not going to happen in a manner efficient or expedient enough for my taste. Correct. What What did you think was at risk? Everything. Really? But yeah, yeah. But I know. It's, I'm, so initially, you, yes. So, so this is where the regulation piece comes in okay. because it's so easy to catastrophize. Mm-hmm. To make yourself believe that if this one little thing doesn't happen, the whole ship sinks. Now, there are occasions where that might be true, yeah. but typically that isn't the case at all. 
You right. didn't restock the candles. This multi-million dollar empire is falling. Right. That is that is a lot of, of the fear I think that people have yeah. and the worry that they have is that if they don't get on top of this right now, mm-hmm. the house of cards falls. Yeah. And obviously that isn't the case. Yeah. Right. It's not You're the right. case. It wasn't yeah. the case then. It's not the case now. Mm-mm. So this is why it's so, it's so uh, I was going to say expensive, and I wondered why I was going to say that, but it really is expensive, emotionally speaking, to not manage one's emotions well, to not uh, recognize what's going on, understand what's going on, uh, label it, give a word to it, be able to express it in a healthy and appropriate way in a safe space, and then to be able to regulate or manage it. Uh, if you don't do those things, then your emotions will wear you out. They'll take charge. They will be in control, and right. you will be subject and servant to your emotional states, Yeah, as changing as they may be. People don't understand that emotions are choices. I myself sometimes do not understand that emotions are choices. If I'm experiencing a particular emotion, I don't always step back to say to myself, but what other options are at my disposal? Yes, I'm worried. Yes, it's five o'clock. Yes, I can't take care of that right now. Do I know that? Have I tried? Have I made the call? Have I checked in? Okay, now that I know that it's true and it's it's beyond what I can do right now, it is now out of my control. And I have to simply accept that fact, craft a plan for when things do open back up for solution and let it go until then. And then, yeah, you know what? I'm worried about that. And someone might need to just listen to you, be worried, not try to fix it, not try to tell you not to be worried, just let you express it. And then you work yourself through a place where you realize, you know what? I can't do anything about it now. So I'm going to go enjoy what I can, be in control of what I can be. And the next day, I'm going to jump on top of that and try to be as efficient and calm a problem solver as I can be. And in the end, all will be well. And if things are not well, then it isn't the end. Mm. Yeah. I went to bed at 8.15 last night anyway. Did you? I woke up at 4. Because of worry? Or you were just tired? I was just tired. <laughs> No, no, I did not worry myself to sleep, to slumber. I fell asleep at 8.15, woke up at 4-ish to take care of the baby. Yeah. Did you stay up? Yeah. Well, I think I did, but you can, I literally have been so tired, as has Megan. Have you ever been so tired that you don't know if you fell asleep or not? Like, it, it feels like, I remember, I don't know, Megan, I covered up. <laughs> You covered up like with blankies? Yeah, with blankies after I finally got the kid to bed. Covers. People call it your covers. Blankies in my house. It's blankies. Yeah. Com- the comforter. Yeah, blankie. Comforter is the uh, the word assigned to the Holy Spirit, the paraclete in mm. Greek. Mm. That's a sweet image, isn't it? The Holy Spirit's the comforter. Yep. When you think about being under your comforter. Yep. Do you have a weighted blanket? No. It says it helps with anxiety. Really? Yeah. Maybe you need a thunder shirt. Is this real? Is this real now? All of what I'm saying is real. I'm, I'm getting on Amazon. A thunder shirt. Look it up. Buying a TV. <laughs> <laughs> so while you're looking it up on yeah. Amazon, I'm going to just go over this five-letter five acronym again to give people, you, our listeners, an opportunity to remember how it is to manage your emotions. And then, Nathan, I'm going to ask you why it's so important that we do this. Number one in the word ruler. This is for a dog. Recognize, understand, <sighs> label, express, then regulate. These are the five steps to managing your emotional state. I told you thunder shirts are a real thing. It's for a dog. 
It has a it has a beautiful husky on the uh, the that, display. That husky is less anxious wearing that shirt, <laughs> according to their marketing messaging. That is awesome. I mean, I, I, mean, think, I think you need a thunder shirt. This is hilarious. Like I was all about this thunder shirt, and it's it's for dogs. Do you know something that is akin to a thunder shirt for the human species is spanks for men. What? Do you know what spanks are? <laughs> yeah, they are spanks for men. Spanks products for men, and I have a spanks undershirt. And it is a compression shirt, which keeps all my stuff from lapping over. You know, I don't want to have Dunlap disease where my belly done lapped <laughs> over my belt. So the Spanx it's brings funny. all of that in and makes me feel like Jason Momoa, Aquaman. Mm. And uh, it, I think that's a human thunder shirt because I'm entirely more confident when I'm wearing my Spanx for men undershirt. <laughs> that image is so funny. I'm so confident just... I want to be as muscular as Jason Momoa. No, you don't. No, I don't. Because I don't want to be... We were just talking about that kind of, about how if we spent three weeks in the gym, we could dunk a basketball, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could. Or what do we need to do to become president? It's like, find what you love and then just be nerdy about it. Well, the thing about it is these these people who work out uh, at that level for movies, they, they are there to get a particular shot. And when you watch videos or read articles about this, they, they will, like Dwayne Johnson talks a lot of it, about this on his Instagram feed, where you will diet a particular way for a couple of days in order to get a particular shot of the body. Like the body can't stay at that level for longer than this very short period of time, no matter what you're doing. You can't, you can't keep eating that way and working out that much to get that shot every day. It is a once every few weeks kind of thing. And so when they're filming these movies, they have to really kind of regiment that. It's pretty pretty interesting. I don't know why anybody would put themselves into that. I would I'm gonna play eat the 17 role of, spoons of Jif peanut butter. I would play the role of Santa Claus and Winnie the Pooh <laughs> primarily. Stay away from superheroes at all costs. Unless you're in a bodysuit like Superman or Batman. Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? Built in. I want that. I'm going to get that. I'm going to just get it. <laughs> you should have a suit. You should have a, a, a superhero outfit. For the funeral in, director. In the form of a business suit where it has all the, the six-pack and the biceps and the traps. And, but it's a suit. But it's a bodysuit. I'm going to look and see if that's on Amazon. Why do you think it's important that people manage their emotions well, especially in the context of, of work, workplace, and relationships? I think reactivity is ugly. And I think not managing one's emotions causes reactiveness. How long would it take you to look at your your news feed on Facebook in order to see an evidence of reactivity? I mean, I could probably just open the app. It'd be immediate, wouldn't it? 100%. The very first meme you see would be reactivity. Yep. I'm going to run a test. Okay. I'm opening uh, uh, one common uh, social media site okay. that has recently dropped $9 billion in worth Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook. And the very first uh, meme, I'm going to look at the very first meme that I see. you have internet here in the studio? Nope. Awesome, because it's clearly not working. <laughs> <laughs> While Dr. Carroll does that, we want to take a moment and uh, thank this uh, beautiful sponsor. Yeah, there's no internet. It's not working. You can use mine. <laughs> Just make one up. They'll never know. So, 
What's your sassy woman quote? Oh, yeah. I've seen this. I don't know what that is. I don't either. A lot of these are in French. I think I've been, um, I've been hijacked and hacked. Anyway, yep. at the end of the day, people are full of reactivity. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, anything political, you're going to get reactivity. When UK plays and loses, you're going to get reactivity. <laughs> yeah. And it's really unhelpful in relationships whether they, they be romantic relationships, whether they be uh, parent-child relationships, whether it be extended family relationships. Reactivity is a symptom of unmanaged anxiety. And if it's unmanaged, then that means it is by nature unrecognized, misunderstood, not labeled, not expressed, and as a result, unregulated. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be the person who does not understand what is going on inside of him at any given moment. I want to be so keenly and demonstrably and intentionally aware of what's going on in me at all times and to be able to understand what that's about, express it in a healthy, appropriate way, give it a name, because once you name something, you strip it of its power, right? Right. And then to be able to regulate it in, in, in a powerful way within the context of my relationships. I want to be able to be that person. Am I always? No. Am I sometimes? No. No, I am sometimes. But, you are so, yeah. <clears throat> but not, as, not always. I'm just not, I mean, right. no, nobody is that good. But you, I think wanting to be is a pretty powerful first step. It's a leg up, isn't it? Isn't it? Not isn't. Isn't. That's so gross and lazy. I don't understand in our culture why people can't pronounce words that have uh, two T's in them. Like you'll hear people say, but eh, ka eh. <laughs> I like mutton. Like I don't. Do you hear that sometimes? Mutton. Mutton. Yeah. No, it's it's mutton. Mutton. It's cotton or cotton. It's not cotton. <laughs> we were watching The Bachelor. I admit. Yes, I know you do. And his name is Colton, and half the females on the show call him Colton. Cotton. You're so <laughs> What Cotton. did What did you just say? Because it sounded like maybe we need to bleep that out. Colton, you're so funny. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, it's a problem for me. It's a problem for me. What would you do differently this morning and last night if you were trying to be more intentional about managing your emotions? Not answered my phone. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think I would have really sat on the fact that it was after five o'clock and just been okay with the fact that there's nothing I could do. Yeah. And that World War Three is not started, and that the business isn't crumbling over that situation, as it is far. There have been far more intense things that have happened that we've overcome, right? So we're okay. Okay, that's what I would have done. <clears throat> well, I want to plug um, the importance of dealing with your emotions well especially in the context of your relationships. The way you deal with your emotions shapes everything that matters, shapes your actions, shapes your relationships, shapes your career, your health, and your happiness. According to Harvard psychologist Susan David, emotional agility is the ability to apply the right emotion to the right person in the right situation, and at the right time. It's a process <clears throat> that, excuse me, enables you to navigate life's twists and turns with self-acceptance, 
clear-sightedness, and an open mind. does not mean ignoring difficult emotions and thoughts. It's about holding them loosely, facing them courageously, with compassion, and then moving past them to ignite some change in your life. What would it look like for you, Nathan Morris of You'll Die Trying, to hold that worry loosely, face it courageously with compassion, and move past it to ignite change? Walk us through that. Well, the first one would be holding it loosely. I mean, I guess I just, I go to immediately like not being so wrapped up in that. Like that, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think I'm as elegant with my words, Dr. Carroll, to paint this picture. But, you know, when I realized I was worried or stressed about it instead of just like starting to hug that. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Instead of hugging it, there's my visual. It's almost kind of like I gave it a pat on the back. Mm -hmm. And then they went on to their fourth period class. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Rather than embrace and hold on to. Correct. It's watching it come, watching it go. Correct. That's part of what mindfulness means, I think. Okay. Watching it come, watching it go. Yep. Even with emotions. So the next part would be... Facing that emotion courageously with compassion. I mean, being gentle. You talk about being gentle with yourself. I, I'm a human being. There's a lot riding on this. You know, you've got 40 families in the circle, and not counting the hundreds or thousands of families externally that you're caring for. So mm -hmm. that's what's on my shoulders. So I need to be a little bit more tender with myself. Good. You know, and. That's my answer for that part. And the last part is moving past it. Well, next time this situation occurs, I think I can quickly put these uh, into place so that I can move quickly on. Well, moving past it also means today, here I am, you know, less than 12 hours later, and, and we have a solution, and we've kind of just, it's just a mute point. Mm -hmm. So maybe get to this point quicker. Right. And yesterday. That's the goal is yep. to shorten that gap yeah. between reactivity and thoughtful, reasoned response. Mm -hmm. And I think people tend to collude those two things as if they are the same thing. But reactivity is not responsiveness yeah. or responsibility. Reactivity is knee jerk. It is, um, you know, kind of a immediate automatic, involuntary, mm -hmm. and all of us are subject to that. The secret is to push pause, step back, and figure out what is a thoughtful, reasoned, and reasonable response to what's going on. What do I think? How do I feel? What do I want to do? What do I need from my own treasure trove of resources to face this thing head on? And then what do I need to do to be able to let go so that I can be free? I mean, the, the, the key words here are emotional agility. When you think of agility, what do you think? Bobbing and weaving. Quick moving. Bobbing right? and weaving, yep. Right. Cut and cross. Those, mm -hmm. Remember those? Did you play basketball Suicide. in school? Suicide. Yeah, we used to do these V-cuts, and um, you know it was, a, it was a constant drill, being able to go hard right, stop on a dime, and cut hard left. You know, This was our plays were made of these V-cuts. That's agility. You think of the, uh, the dog shows where there's the agility contest for dogs, you know, um, being able to jump and run and cut, watching... Horses, cutting horses, where a horse will 
be able to stop on its front two hooves and try to gather a, a, a calf in, in the corral by the way it moves itself. It's really beautiful. If you haven't seen it, YouTube, cutting horses, like they're, they're really beautiful. It's an art. That's agility. Emotional agility Hold on. is being able to do that. Hold on. At your heart. How on God's green earth did you stumble upon cutting horses <laughs> on YouTube? <laughs> You're lying in bed in your weighted blanket in your lovely room and you're sitting here on your iPad and you're like, hmm, cutting horse. I mean, <laughs> well, let's be clear. I don't have a weighted blanket. Well, oh, 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 okay. Secondly, I get to interact with people from all right. walks of life and I know a person okay, through my work okay. who trains horses for cutting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, there we go. You should look it up. It's beautiful. I mean, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Will you make your point again? As I, was inter- I was just really perplexed. It's about agility. Emotional agility, being able to cut and bob and weave emotionally. Why do we allow ourselves to get so bogged down in whatever negative emotion we happen to be feeling in that moment? Because we're dumb. Why do we allow that to be the story that we tell ourselves? Why do we allow that heaviness, that weightedness, the gravity of that situation to determine our mood, which in turn determines our response or our reaction. Why? Don't we know we have other options? We have other options. Agility is that light on your feet, always moving ability to read a situation and cut to where you need to go with very little effort. And we can do that at the level of the heart. We can do that emotionally. It just takes Uh, some training, some practice. And that's why I think it's important for people to have this acronym RULER in their pockets. And you've got to know what the letters stand for. Recognize it, understand it, label it, express it, and regulate it. That's how you learn to be quick on your feet emotionally and to not let that heavy-weighted gravity pull you down. But you're able to fly knowing that, yeah, this is not an ideal situation, but we'll find our way through. Here's the emotion that I'm going to choose. Here's what I'm going to label that. Here's how I'm going to express that. I understand what it's going to do. Now I'm going to manage it. Agility, emotional agility. It's the key, I think, to the healthiest relationships possible. I'm a visual learner. I picture a basketball player just all over the court. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I picture. And I'm going and cutting to, horses. And I just don't yet, but I'm gonna. All right, everyone, get on your phones. At homework. The end of this episode. This is your homework assignment. Look and up cutting horses and search cutting horses on YouTube. And and watch the uh, NFL Combine, and watch these players do their cut left, and before they make that long run, you know that that or basketball that that pump fake. There are there are a couple of players that right out there right now who do not play for the NFL, who can beat any player out there because they have dominated the pump fake. They know exactly how to cut, how to move, how to come back, and how to shoot Look without any you, defense. talking about sports. <clears throat> yeah, this is the un, the uncharted territory in our podcast. But I, I used to play. I used to play sports in school, so it's, a, well, it's part of my life. You are impressive always, my friend. I want to thank you and thank our listeners. I thought you were thanking me only, but I thank our listeners too. Yeah. And I thank is, uh, you. This has been good. I appreciate it. I'm going to take this and put it to work in myself. I'm going to take it to heart, and I'm going to become more agile at, uh, at the heart level, at the emotional level. 
Well, thank you guys, guys. You're a love far more than you'll ever know. This is Yule Die Trying. 